What's up, everybody? You're listening to the one and only T-Mac-inspired podcast. Listen as she sits down with regular people to discuss the ideas, the ideas, the opportunities, the opportunities, and the wealth-building strategies that they're taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Danny! <laughs> the multiple streams queen! How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my town. To, You're to welcome. City, my city. It's beautiful. <laughs> We're here. Um, one of my favorite, in front of one of my favorite restaurants, Jackson's. We just had lunch. It was amazing. It was. And then we, you know, we had to cop a yacht, you know. <laughs> no better way to do a, a, a podcast than in front of a yacht. But um, I'm glad you were you were able to come here to Tampa. Um, I'm just gonna jump right in. I'm the only reason why you were able to come to Tampa <laughs> is because, and you fill in the blank. <laughs> uh, I retired. I retired from nursing. Wow. I'm, I'm living out my dreams. I'm free. <laughs> How does that feel? I can't really put it into words. Like, I can believe it. Like, I don't want to say I can't believe it, but it's surreal. Right. Like, I'm like still trying to wrap my head around this is my life. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know you drove down earlier um, from Jacksonville, you know, so we could come and have lunch and stuff like that. So, what were you doing in Jacksonville? Setting up uh, turnkey units for some of our clients. Okay. So, what does that look like? Uh, essentially, we take all of the hard work out of it for them. They're busy, they're working, they don't have time to call properties, mm -hmm. vet properties, visit them. And so we do all of that hard work for them. We do the research um, to find the properties. Mm -hmm. We're calling the properties. We will do the application and we make sure the lease is, you know, uh, in the best interest of our clients. We go and furnish it. We take pictures and we list it on whatever short term rental platforms so they can make some passive, easy money. So it's not just Airbnb platform? No. What other platforms do you guys use? Um, VRBO, there's Furnish Finders, uh, Booking.com. Uh, but I have been working with my clients to get direct contact, mm -hmm. contracts with um, wherever their niche is. So figuring out their business model and then they can go and try to get some direct clients too. Mm. So what is like the average turnover time? Like from the, let's say I wanted to, I wanted an Airbnb, um, I'm busy, I, I don't have time to start one. I reach out to you and I say, hey, listen, Danny, I would love to have a turnkey Airbnb business. What is the, the time frame? not turnover, but the time frame between the time I reach out to you and to the time I, I get my first booking? We say 30 to 90 days. Okay. 90 days is the, the max because mm -hmm. uh, we're working to try to make your money, put your money to work for you. Okay. So 90 days is the max. Okay. So in 90 days after contacting you, I will have a turnkey. Now, do, now let me ask you this. Do you guys do you have a management company that manages these Airbnbs? Yes. Or so I could do that as well? Yep. Is that part of the package or is that extra? It's extra. Okay. It's separate because it, everybody doesn't want it. It's an, it's option. an option. It's mm -hmm. an option. Now, what if I wanted an Airbnb? Now, you know I just got back from Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going to ask you that. <laughs> what if I want an Airbnb in Dubai? How can we get this thing going? <laughs> we, 
we I'm gonna go over there and we're gonna figure it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I went on tour with a lot of people who, who had Airbnb, not had, but stayed in Airbnbs mm-hmm. over there. They were like, the Airbnb is the is the way to go when you're in Dubai. It's like totally the way to go. And I was like, well, I gotta hook up over in the States. <laughs> and when I get home, I'm gonna ask her about it. So, but now I know this because you know we're good friends. We're, we're in groups together, we're in investment club together and stuff like that. I know this about you, but um, the, our listeners don't know this, that you struggle. You really struggle whether or not you wanted to leave your job <laughs> and go full time into entre- entrepreneurship. What, what did that look like at the time? Whew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, it was last year. I took a travel assignment and um, I had to make a decision on whether or not I was going to quit my full-time job. And so I knew that the numbers made sense for me to be in California working, but I was, I was scared. I was comfortable. Even though I hated my job, I hated it. I would have to talk myself into going into that job every day, but I think I was just comfortable and I was just fighting it. And I prayed and I listened and I was obedient and I just did it. I did it scared. I didn't know what entrepreneurship looked like for me, but God told me, you know, I got you, leave, leave the job. And so I left and things have, I have not been disappointed. Now I remember <laughs> at one point, I'm not sure if maybe it was four to six months after you left your job. <laughs> You were contemplating on going back to work. I was. Why? Uh, because I was still, I was mentally, I was still struggling with entrepreneurship. I was just like, you know, even though God got me, I was like, well, maybe I could just go back and still make a little extra money. And uh, I was on a call with you, on an accountability call, and you were telling us your story. And it hit me. It was like, Danielle, are you telling God that God's promise to you is not good enough? Mm. And I'll never forget, I pulled over my car and I started, I called one of my friends and I was just crying. And as I started to turn my car back around to drive back home, I got a phone call from one of the property managers and was offering me to reserve units in their new building that they're building. Mm. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you were on your way to go interview or do mm-hmm. some kind of test for a new job. You were on an accountability call. Yep. You heard my story. You pulled over. You was like, no, I'm not going to do this. And then in that moment, you get a call, and then you get access to how many properties? <laughs> uh, literally hundreds of apartments. You we, get- we are making a reservation for whatever we want. So we getting first dibs on a property before it's even built. So what does that tell you about God? Number one, your faith. Number two, and just believing and just walking, just going for what you, it was your initial thought, I want to do this entrepreneurship, but then you second guess yourself. Yeah, be obedient. Whatever the vision is and whatever God is leading you to do and telling you to do, just do it. Don't worry about how things are going to happen, how it's going to unfold or, you know, how that looks for you. Just do it. Take action and God will do the rest. But for you sure. have to be obedient. You do. You do. 
a lot of people I know, um, we talk about it a lot on our calls. Um, they, they say they want whatever it is that you have, or, you know, I want Airbnbs, or I want real estate, you know, I wanna, I wanna make six figures in a week, in a day, or whatever. I want that, but when you start working with them, and they don't do the work, it, it makes you feel like, do you really, wait a minute, do you really want this? So my question to you is, because I know you mentor people, how does that make you feel as a mentor when you're pouring everything that you've done, you have a blueprint and you're giving it to people, but they're not willing to do the work? How does that make you feel as a mentor? It's a struggle because I, I want people to be successful. Not only, you know, the fact that you spent your money, but I'm giving you my all. I'm giving you everything that you can take and you can hit the ground running to do, to do what I've done mm -hmm. or do better than what I've done. Mm -hmm. But to have people just sit on it, it's just like, it, it's, a, it's, it's a struggle because you want people to win, mm -hmm. but they have to want, they have to want they it. They want to win, right, for sure. Well, I don't want to hold you up. <laughs> we could go on and on and on and on and on. We could go on and on. But one thing I do want, want you to do, I want you to look in the camera and I want you to talk to the nurse who is at the bedside, who wants entrepreneurship. She, she has it in her, she, she's taking courses, she's invested a whole bunch of money, but she's afraid to take a leap. I want you to talk to her. You have to do it. You have to do it. I know you're tired of being at the bedside, short-staffed, understaffed, underappreciated. You're tired of missing moments with your family. Do it now. You're never going to get time back. It don't matter how much you pay anybody. You have to do it now. And you got to really figure out your why. Whether that's your kids, just your freedom. Figure out your why and what it is that you want to do. And I promise you, if you take action like it's it's limited it's limitless possibilities but do it scared stop waiting till tomorrow stop waiting till next year <laughs> don't talk about oh i gotta put my kids through school go ahead and do it let them be your reason for you to just push through but you can do it you gotta believe it and you have to want it but you can do it um are you mentoring what do you have going on right now that you where you can help other people so yes, uh, we I do have a mentorship. Okay, it is um, we're re kind of restructuring it, but I do work with people in a group setting to help them get started, and we go uh, into more more depth on the blueprint okay. on how they can get started. I heard, you know, I always hear things from little birdies. <laughs> little birdies always come by and talk to me, but I heard that you teach a little more than just Airbnb and your mentorship. <laughs> So they're gonna get a lot. They are. Okay. They are. They are. I, because my goal for them is to kind of get off of Airbnb. You know, mm. don't put all your eggs in one basket. Multiple so streams. Show, multiple streams. Ah. Show them other businesses related to Airbnb that they can start, and then how to go directly to um, their target audience. Okay. And get some contracts and get people in their places. Awesome. So do, how often do you run your, your memberships or what do you have? So uh, I have a master class that okay. is coming up at uh, the end of the month. 
What? Um, End of Feb February? February, okay. sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, the 26th and the 27th. But then maybe I'm working on trying to do another challenge. My schedule is so crazy. Uh, we're going to do another challenge mm -hmm. uh, in March. I okay. haven't figured out the dates, okay. but I have a wait list that people can join. So how can they join the masterclass? The is link right in my bio on or Inst below. I'll, I'll I'll link it below. Okay. I have a link that they can join the masterclass, or if they want to stay up to date on anything, text me uh, Airbnb at three three seven seven seven. So A I R. B N B mm -hmm. to three three seven seven seven. Yes. Okay. To stay up to date with everything you have going on. Yep. Or any new classes, courses, ebooks, things like that. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. Don't forget to follow me if you're not on all platforms at TMAC underscore inspire. All right. See you on the next episode. Bye.